What up, fanboys and fangirls and non-binaries? Welcome to another edition of the Franchise Talks, a pop culture podcast. I'm your lovely host, the Franchise, and Happy New Year, guys. It's 2023. Hope you guys had a good holiday weekend. You know, I had family in town visiting from Texas, but pretty much dedicated my time and effort to spend with them. Well, pretty much, I can tell you right now, my age, it's hard to stay up late. I don't know how you young kids do it now. I'm 37 years old, and I don't know, like, the day after New Year's, you know, I went to bed, like, about 1 or 2 o'clock after, you know, celebrating New Year, and next day, I don't know what was up with me, because I don't drink at all. I drink the alcoholic, so, I don't know. Next day, I was like, I woke up earlier, used the restroom, and I went back to bed, and I didn't get back up until, like, 11.30. I'm like, oh, my God. But I hope you guys had a good time. Um, I'm glad my family from Texas came by, and I'm glad. I hope they had a good time as well. I try to make the best effort to spend time with them for the holidays. And, you know, hope you guys were safe and everything. And we're starting the new year fresh, you know. A lot of things going on. <laughs> Weather-wise, it's been weird. We had cold temperatures one week, and temperatures went up. And now it's we're at the forties right now. Now it's gonna go down again tomorrow in the thirties, possibly get snow. So we're going back to that winter esque temperatures again. But it it's been weird and hopefully you guys are able to bundle up or dress for weather. It kinda of fucks up you guys with the allergies and stuff like I do when it comes to like seasonal allergies, but hoping you guys are safe. Um a lot of new stuff going on. I wanna this could be like a news heavy podcast episode but before i get into that i need to make some shout outs to some sponsors not only we're sponsored by anchor our home platform the easiest way to make a podcast we're also sponsored by poddex poddex are unique interview questions and episodes starting prompts in the palm of your hand so whether you are a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and get more engagement you're gonna want to check out poddex.com use the code Talk pop for ten percent off your first order. Poddex are the hottest, use, hottest new tool for podcasters looking to have more meaningful conversations or gamify their podcast. Simply shuffle up, ask a question, and let the content roll. Get yours today at poddex.com and use the code Talk Pop for ten percent off your order. Thank you so much to Poddex for sponsoring the podcast. Also, big shout out to ExpressVPN. And you're probably wondering, what the heck is a VPN? It is a virtual private network. It protects your browsing and streaming with ease. You can install ExpressVPN on any mobile device, smart TV, laptop, desktop, even a gaming console. So if you're planning on using public Wi-Fi when traveling, make sure to have ExpressVPN activated to protect yourself and your data and browse safely. When you connect to ExpressVPN, your internet traffic goes through an encrypted tunnel that the third parties, including your internet service provider, hackers, and government agencies, cannot see into. It helps with privacy, keeps your whereabouts about to yourself, and serves for the peace of mind. This is what I found from their website. When you connect to any ExpressVPN server locations, you can get a different IP address and can make yourself appear to be in a different country. Avoid price discrimination based on location and help keep your identity private. When you use a VPN to connect to the internet, it creates a create it creates a cryptic connection known as a tunnel between your device and the internet. It masks your IP address with its own unique IP address in the tunneling process. That address is shared with thousands of our VPN users, so it constantly changes, guys. That makes it virtually impossible for anyone to trace your internet activity back to you. By using 
Express VPN, your IP addresses, mask, or scramble by the service, protecting your location, identity, online city from anyone which is defying you through your IP address. You also protect your privacy unless you browse securely, but what if your VPN connection gets interrupted? Your browser or apps won't warn you that you are connecting without protection. That's where a VPN kill switch comes in. If your VPN drops, the kill switch disables all internet traffic. This protects your IP address and other sensitive information from being exposed. Once your VPN connection is restored, your secure internet access resumes. ExpressVPN uses an AES, also known as Advanced Encryption Standard, with a 256-bit keys, also known as the AES-256. It is the same encryption standard adopted by the U.S. government and trusted by security experts worldwide. Protect, protect classified information. It's like a hacker. Hundreds of years to get your information. You can also access geolog content from different streaming services by using ExpressVPN. By giving you the option to switch over to your location to 94 available international servers. Take me, for example. I love anime, especially Studio Ghibli films. I have a Netflix subscription, but not HBO Max. And I find out it's available internationally on Netflix. So I clicked on my ExpressVPN browser connection and switched my location to Canada. And I refresh Netflix. And I type in Spirit Away. Not only get Spirit Away, but I also get access to other Studio Ghibli films. And play it plus, you get access to many more Geolock content. It's that simple. ExpressVPN offers 24 7 customer support. They offer a 30 day money back guarantee. No hassle, no risk. Plans start at $12.95 a month, $59.95 for six months, or the more popular $99.95 for a year with savings up to 35% off a month. They offer the best in class security and encryption, no activity logs or connection laws. They're rated 4.7 out of 5 on TrustFund and Apple Store. Right now, listeners of the Franchise Talks get three months added for free by setting up using our link, expressvpn.com slash talkpop. Once again, expressvpn.com slash talkpop. Link information will be available in the episode description. Thank you so much to ExpressVPN for sponsoring the podcast. Thank you so much, guys. So one thing I wanted to talk about, like I said, this is gonna be a lot of new stuff going on. Let's start with something that was pretty much surprising that made a lot of headlines a couple of days ago. Jeremy Renner, also known as Hawkeye, and also that show as well on um, Paramount Plus as the Mayor Kingstown, poorly was airlifted by a helicopter to a hospital in Rio Nevada on flat yesterday, and is currently reported in good condition. Uh, pretty much what happened was, according to a neighbor, Renner was plowing the road outside of his Tahoe home when a snowcat machine actually ran over one of his legs, resulting in heavy blood loss. And our neighbor, who's a doctor, was able to build a tourniquet to treat the leg until paramedics arrived. Um, pretty much what's going on is, yeah, he was cleaning the snow. He ended up his leg. Luckily, he got airlifted. Right now, according to his condition right now, it's showing that He's in a critical but stable condition. So far, he went surgery for severe blood trauma to his chest and orthopedic injuries. Apparently, he is recovering. Um, his representative said, released a statement saying, We confirm that Jeremy has suffered a blood chest trauma, orthopedic injuries, and undergone surgery today, January 2nd, 2023. He has returned from surgery and remains in intensive care unit in a critical but stable condition. His family posted out a statement saying Jeremy's family would like to express their gratitude to the incredible doctors and nurses looking after him. 
Truckee Metals Fire and Rescue, Washoe County Sheriff, Reno City Mayor Hillary Sheeve, and the Corrado and Murdoch families. Richard Manley is overwhelmed and appreciative of the outpouring love and support from his fans. So a lot of his um, colleagues over in industry also proud of the support. James Gunroll on Twitter. My heart is with you. At Jeremy Renard. Prayer hands emoji. Tara Strong, who's member, says, My sweet, at Jeremy Renard. Love you for decades for a senior trip to the MCU. Saying you and your closest healing love and strength for recovery. Our Patrick saying, setting up thoughts and prayers for Jeremy Renner. Mark Ruffalo, prayers up for our brother Jeremy Renner on a full and speedy recovery. Josh Guest said, my God, pray for Jeremy Renner and his family. And Francisco, Jeremy Renner and the Marvel fans stands with you. And there's another thing called Marvel at Martesseract, thinking of Jeremy Renner. So I'm glad he's okay. You know, things happen when you're cleaning snow. It's something you got to be careful on, guys. Um, it's interesting, like, you know, things happen, you know, you can't predict, sometimes machines are there to help you, look at me, I had to deal with a freaking furnace for the last few weeks, and finally was able to fix my furnace, and, yeah, kind of injured myself a few times just trying to fix it, but hey, I was able to work through it, but like I said, I'm, I'm glad he is doing better, he's in a stable condition, and my thoughts and prayers go to his family, and hopefully Jeremy gets a severe recovery, and hopefully we'll see him on the screen. As Hawkeye once again, but you can currently see him on the second season of the Mayor. Excuse me. Come back as the Mayor of Kingstown for second season on Paramount Plus. Okay, another thing what's going on in the video game industry right now. Elder Ring has now been officially one of the greatest games of all time. This is from Combo.com Gaming, written by Logan Moore. Um, they say right now. According to some of the information that comes from Reset Era, Elder Ring has now become the most logged game ever based purely on the Game of the Year awards. Currently, Elder Ring has gained 323 awards in total from the past year, many which come from critics, but as well as smaller amounts stem from fan votes. Since the story was the increased feature, puts Elder Ring ahead of The Last of Us Part 2, which earned a total of 322 awards. So if you not have played Elder Ring, you think about Elder Ring, it's by From Software. They also worked on pretty much the Bloodborne series. They worked on Demon Souls, Dark Souls. So it's that El that's just that it's from Bandai Namco. So right now they said they haven't announced any Elder Ring two. Hopefully we get some DLC. I haven't played a game yet, but like I said, if you like Dark Souls or Demon Souls or Bloodborne, you're definitely gonna enjoy this game. It lets you customize char your character, use different weapon styles, and you can take on tough bosses, explore different levels. Definitely check it out. And also, too, Tokyo Revengers! Some anime. Um, Tokyo Revengers has been up in the air where Season 2 is because it's been announced that Disney actually picked it up. The rights to Season 2. Um, pretty much it looks like we finally got an answer today of where that service is going to be landing for us here in the U.S. As it turns out, Tokyo Revengers, according to Megan Peters from Combo.com, she reports that Turns out, Tokyo Avengers is taking a page from Bleach's book this year. Anime will be streaming on Hulu and Disney Plus International exclusively. In the U.S., you should expect to bring Tokyo Avengers Season 2 on Hulu, while Global Audiences will check out Disney Plus for episodes. Uh, the point fans will know more about Dance 2, but we know it will go live. It says here, January 7th. This coming January 7th will mark the anime's comeback date. You still check out the first season of 
Tokyo Revengers currently on Crunchyroll. Before you could catch up on Hulu Plus. I kind of figure with Disney going into the anime game, they're probably going to try to push much of the Hulu Plus platform. We really got the Bleach Thousand Year Blood War arc. And also Hulu Plus was the same thing. But if you're not familiar with Tokyo Revengers, here's a little synopsis of the manga itself. Watching the news, Hagani Takamichi learns his junior high girlfriend Tachibana Hinata has died. A sudden shove says him 12 years into the past to face the Tokyo Manji gang that once made his life hell, which is also responsible for Hinata's death in the present. Save Hinata and change the future, Takamichi must rise to Tapakanto's most sinister delinquent gang. But things aren't so simple when he befriends the gang's leader, Mikey. What turned Mikey from a potential child to the leader of the most infamous gang in Tokyo? Well, definitely check out the manga and also check out Tokyo Avengers Season 1 on Crunchyroll. And be prepared for Season 2 dropping on January 7th on Hulu. Plus, on Hulu. I'll talk more anime news later on. I did see something for nostalgia. It's funny. I started watching that 70s show today this morning while eating breakfast. And, you know, Netflix has been teasing the different posters, the different trailers. But they just released the first, Netflix just released a poster for that 90s show, which is a follow-up a sequel series. So, pretty much, um, if you remember, it was announced back a couple of years ago that they were going to work on an update, like a follow-up to that 70s show with that 90s show. And the big description was, who's going to come back? We confirmed that Devil's Row Rump and Kurt Wurzler come back as the roles of Red and Katie Foreman. So this one, the story is, if you look at the poster, you got Ren and Kitty on each side of the poster, and you got the next generation of teenagers. And I kind of like it says, time changed, teenagers don't, that night show, January 19. Topher Grace, Mila Kunis, Ashton Kutcher, Laura Prepon, and Wilmer Vandarama will appear as guest stars on that 90s show. And if you're not familiar with the synopsis for the show, it describes as it's 1995 and Leah Foreman is desperate for some attention in her life, or at least a best friend who isn't her dad. When she arrives in Point Place to visit her grandparents, Red and Kitty, Leah finds out what she's looking for right next door when she meets the dynamic rebellious Gwen. One of Gwen's friends, including her lovable brother Nate, her smart, laser focused girlfriend Nikki, the sarcastic and insightful Ozzy, and the charming Jay. Leia realizes adventure could happen just like it did for her parents all, all those years ago. Excited to reinvent herself, she convinces her parents to let her stay for the summer with a basement full of teens again. Kitty is happy that the former house is not a home for a new generation. And Red, <laughs> the way this comment is well read. So like I said, um, the creators of the show, so the show starts, you know, Herbert Smith, Debra Joe Rump, Kelly Harenda, Ashley Afrohende, Mace Cornell, Maxwell Donovan, Ray Doy, and Sam Morellos. This is also Turner Park Place of the Creators, Bonnie and Terry Turner, this time with their daughter, Lindsay Turner, showrunner and executive producer, Gray Meltzer, and executive producers, Marcy Casey and Tom Werner. During the show, our executive producers, Jessica Goldstein and Chrissy Petrosh. So definitely check out that 90s show that's coming out January 19th. If you want to check out the original series that is currently streaming on Peacock, which I started watching once again. All right. Um, some movie news actually. Um, there's some things too. If you're not familiar with the, that movie, Megan, apparently, um, it got through some reshoots. Uh, I guess to make it PG-13, they toned down. I guess the violence and gore. Patrick Cavanaugh reports for comicbook.com that 
that General Johnson recently recalled that the reshoots on the film toned down the violence and gore to earn a PG-13. Yet, police says the film made overall frightening. From respect, the scenes have been altered, make it so that audiences had to imagine events on full off cameras and full explicitly choking. Well, audiences likely conjuring all manners and ranges. Megan lands in theaters on January 6th. So. so, if you're not familiar with Megan, it's pretty much the premise is kind of like a horror premise. Uh, Megan is a Marvel artificial challenges, a lifelike doll, for going to be a child's greatest companion and a parent's greatest ally. Designed by brilliant toy company roboticist Gemma. Played by Get Out's Allison Williams, Megan can listen and watch and learn as she becomes friend and teacher, playmate and protector for the child she is bonded to. When Gemma Stone becomes the caretaker of her orphan eight year old niece, Katie, played by Violet McGraw in The Haunting of Hill House, Gemma's unsure and unprepared to be a parent. Under intense pressure work, Gemma decides to pair her Megan prototype with Katie in an attempt to resolve both problems. This is that will have unimaginable consequences. Megan lands in theaters on January 6th. Pretty much just like Chucky for a new generation. That's why I see it based on the trailers I saw. Yeah, like Chucky, basically. And for fans of the Conjuring Universe, um, looks like uh, I saw this headline and it says by written by Bannon Barham for Combo.com. The Conjuring 4 James Wan teases bad news for the future of the franchise. Uh oh, guys. Um, James Wan, who's producing uh, Megan. He's one of the producers of that movie. And he just revealed that Kaji 4 may be the final film featuring Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga, Farmiga as Ed Lorraine Warren. Thus here, he said he took Collider in a recent conversation. Like, yeah, we are working on it right now. But Kaji feels very precious about them. And so we kind of want to just take our time to make sure we get it right. And make sure the emotion of the Warren stories we want to tell moving into and potentially wrapping up. You want to make sure that's the right thing, the right story we're telling. This guy's going to get one more conjuring. Like Bob and longtime producing friend Peter Safran had their developing favorite franchise going done to Conjuring 4. So now that Safran has found himself along James Gunn, different different lines of tag monsters in the middle of an emergency with Jason Blum's Bloom House and Crane New Hard Juggernaut. So we'll have to wait and see. Pretty much, uh, if you want to see the most of the Conjuring franchise, can be found on HBO Max. I actually like the Conjuring series because it talks about the Warrens. You're not familiar with the Warrens, they're investigators, basically. Um, Warren was, uh, Lorraine was kind of like a psychic. It was into the paranormal, and they had a museum where, if you want to check out the museum, uh, there's an investigation team called Overnight on YouTube. They actually were able to get permission to do a paranormal investigation in the museum of Anne Lorraine Warren. They got to be collide with the actual animal doll, which is the Raggedy Ann, not the one that pretty much you saw in the film, but they actually had that doll from the film as well. So we can't wait to see what what it was like for the last film of the franchise for the Conjuring series. But that kind of sad because that's it's kind of hard when it comes to a horror franchise to expand. I just want to do another Scream, guys. Another Scream Six. I'm like, to me, that's something that's dragged so long to look to lately. Conjuring tries to be as consistent as they can. James Wan likes to work, work, be in that universe. So that I actually look more forward to 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 like pretty much. Um, Scream 6, so have fun with that. Hopefully you guys will be prepared for the end of the Conjuring series. And we do, when it comes to anime, there's a lot of things I want to talk about. Looks like they just released uh, the trailer for Tokyo Revengers on Hulu. I just saw right now. But I want to talk about some anime I was able to finish watching over the weekend. 
but for or catching up but let's first go over some anime news let me pull up some headlines that i saw today it kind of you know kind of stood out to me um here we go i just found one it's here as well let's see i'm gonna pull it up here uh it's kind of slow sorry guys here we go so if you're familiar with Mazinger Z, UFO, Robogonesa, Makasas, Mangonesa, Manga Creator, Gosaku Ota passes away. This is from Anime News Network, written by Crystal and Hoskins. The new co-founder Hakara Takachiro reported on Twitter on Sunday that Manga Creator Gosaku Ota passed away on December 12th. He was 74. This is what you use website for on Monday that Ota contracted COVID-19 and in November was taken via emergency transfer to the hospital. His condition was stabilized, but his strength decreased as he contracted pneumonia and passed away from pneumonia. Ota was born in 1948. He was the first assistant for Shotaro Ishinomori before debuting as a shoujo manga creator. Chef's known for his manga adaptations of Gonagai works such as My Zinger Z, Great Mazinga, Yofo Robo Gandizer, Geto Robo, Geto Robo G, and Kotetsu Z. He drew the later half of the Gonagai creator, Marshi Soro manga. Uh, Ken Ishikawa drew the first part of manga. He also drew the Fushi manga, Suribaka Taisho, which launched in 1981 and ran for 10 volumes. He was also the original creator of the Grozier X anime and the Drew the Mock as well as manga. Thoughts and prayers to his family. Friends and all the fans who grew up listening to my grew up reading about Meisinger, and you can probably check out some of the adaptations currently on Crunchyroll as well. Um, let me pull my analyst guys, and I want to give you guys some anime to look out for for this coming winter season. So let me go ahead, go to my analyst at this part of the podcast known as Anime Talk with the Franchise. So let me go ahead and. Well, my analyst let you know what I am currently watching and what I'm looking forward to in this coming season. Let's go ahead and log in. Let's go to my list. Okay, I'm currently pulling it up right now. Currently watching. Here we go. So right now I'm currently watching. Here we go. Here in the animes I'm currently watching right now. We'll start with the top one. I'm currently at six episodes, which is a side story of the Don Machi series, also known as Nojinendea Wo Motomero Nowa Machi Kataru Dairo Kagaiden Sword Orantoria, also known as Orantoria. Is it wrong to try to pick up girls in the dungeon on the side? This is a side story. Currently has a 7.06 on my list. It is by licensed by Sentai Filmworks. It sources a light novel. It's an action adventure fantasy. It aired from April 15, 2017 to July 1st, 2017. It was for the spring 2017 season. And the synopsis reads, After having descended upon this world, the gods that created guilds where the adventurers can test their mettle. These guilds known as Familia grant adventurers the chance to explore, gather, hunt, or simply just enjoy themselves. The lovely city adventures, the sword princess Ice Wallenstein, 
and Novel Mage Lefia Veritas are members of the Loki Familia, who are experts at monster hunting. With the rest of the group, they dirt the journey to the Tower of Babel in the hopes of exploring the journey. Home to powerful monsters, the dungeon will fulfill Ice's desire to master her sword skills while bringing Lafia close to her dream of succeeding. Maria Lush out, Vice Captain of Loki Familia, as the most powerful mage in the land. So, I would say this is something you want to watch after the first season of uh, Damachi and the OVA. Uh, this is something you want to watch before the film, which is sort of uh, Arrow of Orion. So, definitely watch this because you get a better insight of Ice Wallenstein. Like, you get more character film. It's based on the spinoff light novel of, of the same name. And you get to see the other familiar, like the Loki familiar. You definitely see a lot later on in the anime and also the light novel, but you get a good insight these other characters, like Lithia, how, you know, she's an elf and she's trying to be the best mage supporter and she looks up to Ice Wallenstein. She looks up to her, admires her, does everything she can to get her attention to be her friend, supporter. Well, it's Ice Wallenstein, you know, working her best to master her sword skills. At the same time, trying to show that she's not a cold person based on the reputation outside of the guild. And you get to see the other members of the Lucky Familiar interact as well with our characters. It's definitely something I do recommend checking out. I recommend watching the first season first or read a light novel as well. But watch the first season of the OVA before jumping into this anime. Okay, another one I am watching as well is. Marimashita, Inrakun, third season of Welcome to Demon School, Inrakun, season three. Um, right now, I'm at currently episode three right now. It's up, it's today for 21 episodes. Um, right now, it's currently airing. It's by studios by Bandai and Epical Pictures. It sources of manga, genre is comedy fantasy, themes are isekai, mythology is school, school, with a shonen demographic. Uh, fine. And the sound, right now it's currently at 8.3 so even the season's not here done yet but this is here following the heroographers that waltz apart the students of the misfit class return to babylon's demon school after the summer vacation what awaits them now is not only adoration and admiration but also the shock and revelation that in order to stay in the luxurious royal one classroom the entire class must be promoted to dalit rank before entering the second year as the harvest and music vessels are right around the corner, there should be an ample opportunities to rank up. Doing so will not be simple. However, as no class thus far has managed to accomplish such a feat, hoping to give the Mr. Class a chance to achieve the improbable, the school appoints special tutors to aid in confronting the challenges that lie ahead. With the sights set beyond now, Iruma Suzuki decides to take strides toward the goal of ranking up and starting with gaining acknowledgement from his special tutor, the short-tempered and selfish Bachiko Barbados. So definitely check it out, guys. It has Junko Takeuchi, who's the voice of Naruto. She's she's the voice of Bachiko. And I like my, my favorite actress, Sayori Haimi, is the voice of Amelie and Seiso. Most of the cast from the previous seasons do return, but it is just a uh, new characters replaying the tutors. So definitely check it out. That's currently on Crunchyroll. So I think with the Soratoria, uh, you can watch that on High Dive. That other one is One Piece, and I can't say too much about One Piece, but I'll describe it anyways. I'm doing a rewatch, guys. I'm currently on episode 13. I went back to read the manga. It's one of those animes I decided to <laughs> watch anime first, but they realized you got to read, read the manga, so that's what I did. I stopped. 
went to read the manga, and now I'm watching the anime once again. If you haven't checked out One Piece, it's a big commitment, guys. It's I know people are like, oh, it's a lot. It's a lot of episodes, like a thousand episodes. The manga has surpassed past a hundred volumes. Oda is still Ichiro Oda is still writing, guys. Supposedly he's fine talking about the One Piece, but rules along that show is along that manga is gonna keep going. To me, it's one of the longest manga in my generation growing up. So. Um, it was aired in fall of 99, so I can say. It aired in October 2019 to present. It is a venture action and a fantasy manga. Pick the show demographic. It's animated by Toei Animation. Sources of manga. The synopsis reads, Goldie Roger was known as the Pirate King, the strongest and most infamous being to have sailed the Grand Line. They captured execution on Roger, but the world government brought a change throughout the world. This last words before his death revealed the existence of the greatest treasure in the world, One Piece. It was this revelation that brought upon the gray and age of pirates, men who dream of finding One Piece, which promises an unlimited amount of riches and fame, and quite possibly the pinnacle glory and the title of the Pirate King. Enter Monkey D. Luffy, a 17-year-old boy who defies your standard definition of a pirate. Better than the popular persona of the wicked, hardened, toothless pirate, ransacking Velcher Fun, Luffy's reason for being a pirate is one of pure wonder, the thought of an exciting venture that leads to intriguing people and ultimately the promised treasure. Following the footsteps of his childhood hero, Luffy and his crew travel across the Grand Line, experiencing crazy adventures, unveiling dark mysteries and battling strong enemies, all in order to reach the most coveted of all fortunes, the One Piece. Like I said, definitely this is a big commitment, guys. There's over a thousand episodes. You might suggest try to do as many arcs as you can because, like I said, it is a big commitment. So, I mean, I even have the One Piece characters on my car, and I got a lot of compliments for it as well. And people are starting up the series. Some are not a big fan of it, but like I said, it's because I think because this is a long commitment to watch. But definitely check out One Piece if you need to shonen, into fighting, overall, if you're into pirates. Next one I'm watching right now is One Punch Man. I started doing a rewatch of it because it's been announced that there is a season three coming for One Punch Man. Well, I am currently watching the first season. I'm starting over. You can check these episodes on Hulu. I think the first season is available on Crunchyroll and Netflix. But if you don't watch one and two, it's going to be on Hulu. It says here... It is written based on a manga. It's a, it's a web manga licensed by Vidis Media Studio Madhouse. I made the first season. It's an action comedy. Themes are adult cast, pretty superpower. The author is by one. If you remember, he is the writer for creator of Mob Cycle 100. And currently, that first season holds an 8.50 score on Miami list. Stops reads as follows. The seemingly unimpressive Saitama has a rather unique hobby, being a hero. In order to pursue his childhood dreams, Saitama is trained for three years, losing all of his hair in the process. Now Saitama is so powerful he can defeat any enemy with just one punch. However, having one capable of matching his strength, this led Saitama to an unexpected problem. He is no longer able to enjoy the thrill of battling and has become quite bored. One day, Saitama catches the attention of a nine-year-old cyborg named Genos, who witnesses his power, which has become Saitama's disciple. Genos proposes that the two join the Hero Association or become certified heroes, and will be recognized for their positive contributions to society. Saitama, who is shocked that no one knows who he is, quickly agrees. 
Meeting new allies and taking on new foes, Saitama embarks on a new journey as a member of the Hero Association to experience the time in a battle he once felt. What I like about this is like, you know, it's funny because you get these different heroes with different powers with him. It's just he can take down enemies with one punch. And this became like the memes of who, like that's when people start doing these fantasy battles, him versus Goku, him versus somebody else. This started like the whole memes. And then, like, say, if you enjoy the humor of Mob Psycho 100, you're definitely enjoying the humor of One Punch Man. As first seasons are currently airing on Netflix, same crunch roll, but you can check out the first two, the, uh, the second season available on Hulu. And the last anime that I'm currently watching is Yu Gi Oh! Doom Monsters. Yes, the original Yu Gi Oh! I am that old. I'm, I was able to find the original Japanese version, original Japanese subversion, dub version. On Crunchyroll, so it's not. It's licensed by Fire Iron Film Company. It was licensed by Four Kids Entertainment. It aired in spring of 2000. The source is a manga. It's also a genre as action adventure, fantasy, strategy game type of thing with a shonen demographic audience. Currently holds a 7.47. I'm currently on episode 46 out of 224. Synopsis reads as follows: Yukimoto is a naive and lonely high school student who is fascinated by games. While staying with his grandfather, the owner of a game shop, he comes comes across an ancient Egyptian relic known as the Millennium Puzzle. Rumored to grant any wish to those who solve the puzzle, Yugi becomes determined to solve it to wish for some friends. After years of struggling, Yugi manages to complete the puzzle and mysteriously finds that the wish is fulfilled. Meanwhile, a new card game known as Duel Monsters start rising in popularity. In this game, players called duelists fight against each other with monsters by using magic and trap cards to follow their opponent's plans. Yugi quickly becomes skilled at the game and lives a peaceful life with his newfound friends. However, Yugi's peace is sure-lived. The undefeated duelist and the egocentric billionaire Saito Kaiba suddenly abducts Yugi's grandfather, forcing him to duel against the rare blue eyes white dragon card. Yugi is thrown into a new world of fierce battles, and the stakes continue to rise as dark forces interfere from the shadows. After unexpectedly defeating Kaiba with the help of his other self, the spirit of a nameless pharaoh contained the puzzle, he unofficially becomes a top duelist known as the King of Games. However, the new title will attract convention covetousness and Yugi will have to use all his intelligence and willpower in order to protect what he holds nearest to him. So like I said this is the OG anime. I know there's been like continuations. There's a movie that came out but if you want to enjoy it, if you were a big fan of Yugo back in the day and you want to see the original Japanese version definitely check it out on Crunchyroll. Now, how much time we got? Check. I think we just got another half an hour. Yeah, less than half an hour. Let's go ahead and preview what's coming up in this winter season of anime let's go ahead and check that out right now let me go ahead and pull up the anime that's coming out this winter so we're going to start with the first one which is Vinland Saga season 2 you know from a Vinland Saga it's based on a manga it's about pretty much the Vikings it basically talks about the Vikings. So now this is this, it's done by Studio Mappa. Genres are action, adventure, drama, gore, historical, is a sign in. This is a continuation of the series of Villain Saga. It says here, New Millennium begins in the northern part of Jutland Peninsula in Denmark. Thorfinn was bought by the landlord Katu as a slave and is engaged in a land reclamation work on his farm. Thorfinn meets a young man there, Endar, who also was a slave like him. Ikandra Endar led Thorfinn to face the sins he has committed and begin to find new meaning in life. 
On her hand, Canute, who became the king of England, attempted to extend his territory for the establishment of the Promised Land. This is the story of a true warrior saga, the story of a woman's salvation saga that lies beyond the prologue. So, definitely check it out if you're a fan of Vikings and action and drama. Definitely Midland Saga. Currently, in the first season, you can actually check it out on High Dive, actually. Like the wait and see chances are high that we'll have the second season. I believe the first season was on Amazon Prime Video when it first aired. We'll see if it's going to be on there again. Definitely check that out. Next anime that's coming out is long Japanese title, but I'll also read the English title. It is Mayo Gakuken no Futege Gyosha Shijo Saikyo no Mao no Shisho Tenseshite Shunatachi no Gakoe Kayo 2. Which is the Misfit of Demon King of Demon King Academy 2. This is a continuation of the first series. Um, it's based on a light novel. It's used by Silverlink. It's an action fantasy mythology recognition school. Basically, continuation of the first season. If you're not familiar with Misfit Demon King Academy, let me bring out the light novel that it is adapted from. So let me go back to the first season here. So let me go back. So you have an idea what the synopsis is. So let me go ahead here. You guys have an idea what it is about. So here we go. This is what the first season read. So we'll read the synopsis of the first season. But like I said, this is a continuation of an of the first. Um, and it doesn't pass. A war between humans and demons brought about widespread chaos and bloodshed. To put an end to this seemingly endless conflict, Demon King Anos Voldegold willingly sacrifices his life, hoping to be reborn in a peaceful future. In preparation for their king's return, a demon race created the Demon King Academy, an elite institution tasked with determining Anos' identity. When he awakens, he reincarnates two millennia later, but to his surprise, he soon learns that the level of magic in the world has drastically waned during his absence. Moreover, when he enrolls in the academy to reclaim his rightful title, he finds out that the demon kind remembers him differently. His personality, his deeds, and even his legacy are all falsified, masked beneath the name of an imposter. This lack of common knowledge renders him the academy's outlier. A misfit never before seen in history. Despite these drawbacks, Arnold remains unfazed as he starts to uncover those altering his glorious past. He takes it upon himself to make his descendants recognize that their ruler has finally returned. I actually enjoyed the first season. I'm actually going to go back and probably rewatch it again. Uh, there is a manga adaptation. I don't know if it's going to keep going, but definitely check out Misfit if you're into like a school setting, into like kind of like the mythology reincarnation type of genre. Um, definitely recommend watching the first season. New season should be coming out on Crunchyroll. The first season you can check catch on Crunchyroll itself as well. And prepare yourself for season two. Next one is another continue another second season. We already talked about Tokyo Avengers, so I'm not gonna skip that one earlier. This one is Ijanade Nakatoro san second attack or don't tell me Miss Nakatoro's second season. Basically, this is a continuation of the first season of Don't Miss With Me. Don't tell me Ms. Nagatoro. So basically, it is done by Studio OLM based on a manga. It's romantic subtext with an intense school setting. It is a comedy. So, basically, synopsis is one girl in the lower grade just made me cry. One day, Senpai visits the library after school and becomes target of a super specific junior. Even the girl who teases, torments, and tantalizes Senpai is Nagatoro. She's annoying yet adorable. It's painful, but you still want to be by her side. This is a story about an extremely sadistic and temperamental girl, and you'll feel something awakened inside of you. So definitely check out the first season on Crunchyroll. Basically, it's a girl that 
you can tell she teases him a lot, picks on him. She's got friends. This is the second uh, second version, second season. It's kind of like that comedy esque. You tell us a little romantic feelings developing from Nagatori. You can tell she's teasing him, but you can tell she has feelings for Senpai. And just Senpai doing his best to tolerate her behavior and how she picks that up and stuff. So definitely something to check out. Like I said, there's a lot of anime here. I'm not probably not going to get to all of it. So let's do one more before we sign off for the week. I'll probably continue this in the next episode. Maybe we'll have, I'll have another anime winter 2023 preview. So I already talked about Toga Avengers, so we'll skip that one I talked about earlier. So last one I'm going to close out with is Bungle Straight Dog Season 4. Another continuation. So a lot of these new animes are coming out this season are continuations. Uh, so the second one, this is a continuation. This is a uh, fourth season of Bungle Stray Dogs. It's by Studio Bones. It's a manga. It's all mystery, supernatural, all cast, organized crime, superpower. If you're not for Bungle Stray Dogs, I'm gonna go ahead and bring you the adaptation of it. You see, Atushi Nakajima is on the brink of death after being kicked out of his orphanage. With no food and nowhere to go, all hope seems lost until he saves a mysterious man called Osamu Daizai from drowning. Much as partner Dopo Kunikata Kida's invitation, Daizai offers Atashi a meal and reveals they work for the Armed Detective Agency, an organization of gifted individuals who do care of the criminal cases that authorities cannot. To ask Atashi for his assistance in tracking down a supernatural tiger that has been wrecking havoc throughout the city, and he reluctantly agrees. After they resolve the case, does offer some position agency, but the job is about to get a lot more dangerous as the Port Mafia, the local crime syndicate, begins to move against them. Caught in the middle of a turf war, Atashi must master his newfound special ability or protect himself, his new friends, the entire series. So like I said, if you want to check out check out the manga. Um it's an action, supernatural elements, and that way you prepare yourself. Check out the anime curly anime on Crunchyroll. To prepare yourself for season four. And I'm gonna leave that as that. We have time to do one more. Do I time to do one more? Yeah, I got time to do one more. Let's do one more. Which again is another continuation. <laughs> and I'll tell you guys, a lot of continuations of animes. Um this one is called Itai no wa ya nano boy kiroki roki ni kyoko fori stando emoimasu do too. Also known as Buffery, I don't want to get hurt, so Max on Defense season two. This is a continuation of the first season. Um It's by Studio Silverlink, it's based on light novel, it's an action adventure comedy, it's fantasy sci-fi with a video game genre. Um, basically, it's based off this light now, which I'm going to pull it up right now. It's continuation of season one. It says here, though she doesn't play many MMOs, Maple has entered a natural town and possibly good luck. Because by pouring every last step when she has into vitality, she's created a character who can't be hurt. Whether it's physical attacks or magic attacks, magic or status effects, nothing poses a real threat. In no time, all news spreads across the server about the adorable terror who cannot be defeated. Well, maybe maybe just having fun. Her broken build is sure to attract lots of extra attention. So this is one of the thing where I like this thing because it's like almost like a slice of life type of thing, but at the same time, it's um, this is character that decides. You know, this girl plays this video game with her friends. You know, 
she wants to try this via memo and you know she never played video games before so she decided you know what she doesn't want her character to get hurt she's like oh well let me go ahead um and put all my stats into the vents but the problem is her character cannot move or hit hard because like i said she put all her steps to a high defense so she didn't put her stats on her character skills and like i said her friend comes out there as well to help her out and to the point where she starts tracking other gamers to the point of actually starting her own guild so Something you want to check out, I'd say it's wholesome. I love the characters. I love the world building. Um, you can check it out on Crunchyroll. Prepare yourself for the second season. Also, check out the light novel here as well. So, I'm going to leave it at that, guys. Probably next week, I'll go more detail for the anime winter season. There's a lot of continuations back on this list. It's too much that can contain it in a single episode. But, yeah, there's a lot coming out. A lot of continuations. A lot of, like, for this season and some animes are still going out for years um so we'll come back to that as well there's some coming even on netflix as well so we'll go over that in the next couple episodes or even the next episode we focus on anime preview 2020 winter 2023 thank you so much for joining me this week make sure to check out the black backlog of, oh, sorry backlog of episodes on uh, the podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple Podcasts, or your other podcast platforms. You check out the merch store at toppopculture.threatless.com. You buy merch on there as well. I'll have merch coming up soon for the new logo and stuff. You can follow the podcast on facebook.com slash talkpop8520. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at podcult85. If you want to go ahead and be a guest on a future episode of the podcast, don't feel free to DM me or send me an email, which I put the email in the episode description. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great first week of 2023. I'll see you guys again next week. As always, geek on and take care.